About three days ago, I started hearing stories of the black-eyed kids for the first time in years. I've heard the stories as a teenager, and everyone has seen the creepy photoshopped images of freaky kids somewhere on the net, but I never paid any mind to them. I thought it was just an urban legend. I'm a bit of an occultist, this is important later, and I went through a phase as a teenager where I studied almost everything paranormal I could get my hands on. But these days, I'm mostly a skeptic where spectacular creature phenomena are concerned, or I was until about three days ago. Around that time, I was on a drive and I heard a really old podcast about black-eyed kids. Their original internet post from Abilene, and I almost wrecked my truck. The story was so similar to an experience that I had with my boyfriend back in January. I was in Baton Rouge, Louisiana on a date with my boyfriend it was actually our first date, despite having met online over a year ago and being an official couple for four months at that point. We decided to drive down to Baton Rouge for the weekend after a college football national championship to party and hang out in general. Our first night there, we decided to see a movie. I think it might have been the 1917 movie. And we got to the theater about an hour early so we could make sure we got good seats. We got our tickets and still having time to kill, we decided to walk across the street to the Mall of Louisiana and take a quick look around and window shop for our planned outing the next day. It was kind of late, around 7.30 or so, so most of the shops were closed, but we decided to go to the mall anyways, like I said, to window shop, and also to walk around and stretch our legs. We had just crossed the street at the crosswalk, right there between the theater and the bowling alley arcade, and it happened. I never saw them walk up, which is odd, because I have a really hyper-focused sense of observation. I grew up in a really bad environment, and you learn early to take note of everyone and everything, no matter if you think someone is a threat or not, just in case. Me and my boyfriend, who is younger than me and also a slim individual, had just made it to the other side of the street when two boys approached us, seemingly out of nowhere. One looked to be about 16 and the other was about 12 or 13. Both of them were Caucasian in appearance, the older one having either brown or sandy blonde hair, and the younger one with brown hair. It was just light enough outside to still be able to see that much. My first impression was that their clothes were weird. They looked like the kind of Abercrombie or Hollister clothes a typical suburban kid would wear, but from the mid-90s, kind of faded almost. The older boy started talking, and it immediately creeped me out. Do you have a car? He just walked up to me and then asked that. But I'm a nice guy, and other than the weird feeling that something was off, and despite it being such an odd question, I decided to answer. Bear in mind that at this point, my boyfriend is beside me and slightly behind to my left, because he was following me and we had been talking. But we had both stopped talking because of how weird we both felt the situation was. I looked at my boyfriend, and he had his head down and moved behind me. I'm a bigger guy, because I used to work out heavily before my job took over, and I could tell he was getting behind me because he was scared, and my boyfriend doesn't scare easily. He's never backed down from a fight, and his headstrong nature has gotten him into trouble before, 
but now he was hiding behind me, and when he saw me looking at him, he raised his head, and shook his head, no, before putting his head back down. He also wasn't on his phone, which was weird, because he had just been in the middle of a lively Snapchat conversation moments earlier. I looked back at the boys, and neither of them had moved. I don't know why I said it, because my first instinct was to lie and get my boyfriend away from there, but I told him, well, not really, I mean, I have a rental, I'm parked over there. I pointed to the movie theater parking lot. Can you give us a ride? Despite the complete sense of uneasiness I had, and the extremely strong sense that they did not need to be anywhere near my car, I was curious. I've been a youth pastor and a youth addiction counselor in the past, so when I see a kid in need, my first instinct is to always help them and figure out what's going on. Where do you need to go? We came to the mall, but we need to get back to our house. It's not far from here. Our parents will be mad if we don't get back. Well, why don't you call them? Maybe they can give you a ride. I was dead set against giving them a ride. Despite their average appearance, I kept getting images of maniacal smiles and my throat being slit from behind in the back of my mind. We don't have phones. I have a habit of scanning my surroundings, and I looked up just then to see if the other people milling around were trying to get past us on the sidewalk or looking at this strange conversation of men in the middle of a busy thoroughfare. But just as I looked up, I heard the younger one say, They're not paying attention. Heard him say, I never saw him speak, despite standing not even three feet from me, and his face being very much in my field of vision. I also thought he was speaking to his brother. His brother looked at him, and I heard, They can help us. The younger one looked back at him. They can see us. I thought this was odd, but I was more concerned with finding a polite end to the conversation and seeing these boys on their way safely. I really wish I could help you, but there's all kinds of stuff in my back seat, and we have to see a movie soon. It won't take long. It's not far. The older one had spoken and turned to face me again. I barely managed to notice. The rest of the small crowd at the mall looked kind of washed out, almost not there, really, when I saw his eyes for the first time. They were the palest shade of green. Yes, odd for a black-eyed kid story, but bear with me. His eyes, though I could see them, were kind of ethereal, almost not really there, almost transparent, like ghost eyes. They had bits of yellow in them, Maybe they turned blue, I'm not sure. They were hypnotizing, though. I noticed fear in his eyes. Not, I'm about to die fear, but I need serious help, fear. The fear a kidnapped victim might feel, or a lost kid. He looked at the younger boy again. Yeah, he can see us. Ask him for help. He can help us. I was sketched out by now, and I just wanted to leave. I can't give you a ride, but you said it's not far. Can you walk? Or can I let you use my phone to call your parents? They're not at home. They're still at work. It's too far to walk. It's a couple of miles. 
I was desperate to get away by now. The sense of urgency to help was getting too strong, and I didn't like it, because every time I thought about helping, I got a stronger sense that I was going to be murdered. I just knew that if I survived the trip there, I would be invited in and I wouldn't be able to refuse, and their parents would be inside, and it would be bad. My boyfriend wasn't even a thought then, except that he was so close behind me that I could feel his presence. We had to go. I can maybe give you a couple of bucks for bus fare. The bus stop was right there. We just moved here. We don't know the bus stops. We just need a ride. Where are you from? Far away. Look, I wish I could help you, but we've got to go. And with that, I started to walk away and made sure my boyfriend was behind me. We left that spot in a hurry. I turned around about five seconds later to look at these two weirdos, and they were gone. My boyfriend was pissed. I can't believe you just did that. Did what? Talk to them. What? They needed help. They were messed up. What? You mean hi? Their pupils weren't dilated. No, they didn't have pupils. They were messed up. I didn't see anything. I can't believe you didn't see anything. I'm telling you, they were messed up. That's why I didn't say anything, and I'm not crazy. I know what I saw. I believed him. Kind of. I joked with him about it for a few moments, honestly not seeing anything amiss, except for their weird attitudes and the insistence of getting in my car, but he got even more upset. Just stop. Stop talking about it. I'm done. I'm not crazy. And so I dropped it. Until three days ago, when I heard a story about black-eyed kids on an old podcast show that I had recently discovered. I called up my boyfriend to ask him, those guys at the mall back in January, did they have black eyes? Yeah. That's all he would say. He was still too scared to talk about it. But looking back, I remember that weekend. It was bad. Me and my boyfriend argued about trivial stuff and we almost broke up. He developed a nosebleed that night. After he went to bed, I almost went crazy. I drove across town full of unexplainable angst and stopped at one of the riverboat casinos the Belle of Baton Rouge. Out on the promenade, I had this strong urge to throw myself into the Mississippi and drown myself. It was raining and the water looked rough. I knew I wouldn't survive. But somehow, I held back against the unexplainable urge. In the weeks that followed, I had a near-nervous collapse. I was having issues at work that almost cost me my job, and we almost broke up again. I had a psychic help me do a cleansing and things which had slowly been spiraling into an abyss, especially with virus-related layoffs, started improving. Now, I mentioned that I was into the occult. I'm a pagan. Well, yesterday I was talking to a witch friend of mine who has a lot of lore knowledge and experience dealing with the paranormal. A lot more than me, at least. I told her my story, and she wasn't the least bit surprised. Yeah, she told me. They're the spirits of kids who were horribly abused in life. My mom and I are both firm believers in all things paranormal. We know the stories of black-eyed children very well. Two kids with no emotion and black shadowy faces, asking to come inside to use the phone, grab something to eat, 
or even just ask you for simple help. But if you help, bad things will happen. We are believers, but of course, we never thought either of us would actually encounter something like this. On Friday night, my mom got home late from work. There was a meeting about her work staying open during quarantine, so she didn't get to our house until around 7.30. After pulling up in front of our house, she noticed a kid walking down the street. Now, my neighborhood doesn't really have younger kids. It's all mainly us teenagers. So my mom found this kid walking kind of strange. She even says this to my dad who was on the phone with her, and he jokes about the kid jumping on the car to try to scare her. Then, just as fast as he was in front of her and moving towards her, he was gone down the road and around the corner. 20 minutes go by before my mom hangs up the phone and steps out of her car. From behind her, she hears a very childlike, Excuse me. After dropping her purse and screaming, she looks to the kid, who she notices is the same boy who had disappeared around the corner almost half an hour before. She told us that she immediately had an overwhelming feeling of pure fear through her entire body. She stares this boy down and notices that she can't see his face at all because of his hood and the shadows from the street lamp behind him. And he has no shoes. It's 8 p.m. on a Friday night after a stay-at-home order was just put out and there was a little boy running around barefoot in just shorts and a hoodie. This little boy with his head down asks my mom if she had seen another little boy and that he couldn't find him anywhere, meaning he was one of a pair. My mom, who has three kids and is one of the most genuinely kind people I know, had no urge whatsoever to help this child in front of her or had any kind of sympathy for his situation. She just felt wrong, like there was something off and she just needed to leave. In her head, her only thought was that she needed to run up to the porch steps and get inside. However, what came out of her mouth was completely different. She tells this little boy, No, I haven't, honey. Where did you lose him? I can help you look. Every part of her was telling her to leave and that this was wrong, but she offered to help. It's like the children knew she thought something was off though, because right at that second, another boy in the distance screamed. Of course my mom jumped and her fear spiked, but the boy was just eerily calm. He looked at her and in a monotone voice said, Oh, there he is. Turned in the opposite direction and ran up our street and then turned left, which was the way of where the scream came. <laughs> 